I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. It's about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. Join movement expert Aaron Alexander as he dives into the minds of the foremost innovative healthcare thinkers and movement masters on their approach to optimal health and wellness. Align Podcast. Welcome back to Align Podcast. My name is Aaron Alexander. In today's phenomenal episode, I get to have my friend, Miss Kimberly Snyder, on the show. Kimberly is a real live superhero in the the world of health, wellness, nutrition, and things of the sort. She's a multi-time New York Times best-selling author. Uh, she is just recently co-authored a book with Mr. Deepak Chopra called Radical Beauty, um, Beauty Detox Solutions, pretty big deal of a book, Beauty Detox Foods, all sorts of books. Highly recommend checking her stuff out. She's been featured everywhere. She's worked with name a celebrity. She's helped them uh, sort their nutrition out. So really tremendous woman in this world and really grateful to get to present her here on the Align Podcast. Uh, we get into Ayurveda, we get into her travels around the world, we get into uh, a lot of really good stuff, really fascinating conversation. Here's a little clip. Not necessarily just from being a woman, like I was chased by an elephant in Zimbabwe. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into the website, aligntherapy.com. If you feel drawn to that webpage, you will find the show notes for this and the rest of the episodes featuring any kind of references or videos or anything that we speak about. That'll all be there so you can save yourself scribbling on paper. And you can start the five-day movement challenge. Just jump on right on the, the homepage, throw your email into the little box, and start yourself off figuring out how to integrate better movement into 100% of your life. Quote that we have for today comes from Mr. Pablo Picasso. Uh, goes a little bit like this. Pretty short one. It takes a long time to become young. Isn't that great? It takes a long time to become young. We oftentimes end up scoffing at people that are playful. Meanwhile, uh, I think that's where the real health is at. That's the fountain of youth. Figure out how to enjoy this life. We're going to die at some point. May as well have a good time while we're here. Um, reviews. If you guys send us a review and we read it on the intro, we will send you out a box of something from on it. I think the tendency is alpha brain, which is pretty good stuff. Uh, this one we got from Mr. Simple Andy, my favorite movement, health and wellness, a oh, well-being podcast, five stars. I've been listening to the line podcast for quite a while now and always look forward to new episodes. Aaron is extremely knowledgeable on a diverse range of topics and philosophies and has a seemingly infinite number of quotes stored away in his brain for every conversation. Uh, and then he goes on to say a lot of really nice things. So thank you so much for that. Simple Andy, hit us up on the Instagram at Align Podcast, and we will send you out some crap from on it. Um, I think that's that might be enough. We're ready to go here. This conversation was filmed at my home here in Santa Monica, and we are going to post the video up for it as well in the next week. So tune into that. Some clips on, on the socials and YouTube and all that stuff. And final little thing, I wanted to thank whoever bought the EMF detector, the Acousticom blah, 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 2RF meter radio on Amazon. 180 bucks, we get like 7% of that purchase. So thank you so much for that. If you guys buy crap on Amazon, buy that crap through our affiliate link on the top right corner of uh, aligntherapy.com slash podcast, podcast page. Bookmark that thing. Anytime you buy crap on there, um, we get like 7% of that purchase. It's a really beautiful free way 
way to support this podcast. Here we go back to the show with Miss Kimberly Snyder. Align podcast. So what do we do with a hoarse voice? Now I've been you are you're the expert of this. I'm well, gonna sort this thing out. Exactly. Well, I I I happen to be plant based, but I'm I'm okay with bee products. So I have some amazing manduka honey. I'll probably make myself a ginger lemon honey tea when I go home, and it really does help to soothe my throat. Mm. Yeah, and I think I'm going to take it easy this weekend. No conference calls for a few days. No conference calls. No more podcasts. <laughs> this is the last podcast. Last podcast for Final at least one. four days, please. What the heck were your travels all about? You said you did three years? Where you yes. Just... So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it was such a huge part of my story and my philosophy. I, I ended well, I was, yeah, where do I start? I went to Australia my junior year of college, and um, during that trip, I went to Indonesia for the first time, my first time going to Asia. And it blew me away how different and how amazing it was. And my mother's side of the family is actually from the Philippines. So I was able to go to the Philippines and meet all these cousins and second cousins. And it just blew my mind. And it sort of lit this fire in me. Mm. So my first job out of college, well, first of all, I was going to be a doctor. I was, you know, going in with a math and science scholarship. I was pre-med at one point, and then I interned in a hospital one summer and just decided it wasn't the right path for me. But I was really interested in wellness and biology. Mm. So when I um, graduated from Georgetown, my first job happened to be in Australia. I found a company that would that had an office there. And I worked for a year, and I had this epiphany, Aaron, one day. I um, I was like, what the hell am I doing with my life? At the end of the year, I had this guy. He wanted to get married. It clearly wasn't the right guy. I didn't like this marketing job I was in. Um, so in one week, I went into this travel office, and I literally broke my apartment lease, broke up with this guy, and bought an around-the-world ticket. And at the time, I thought I was going to go for like three weeks on the way home. Do you know how an around-the-world ticket works? Yeah, well, I've looked into it. So it's 15 stops but you have to go in one direction. Right. But you can change unlimited times. So I walked into this office and the travel lady was like, okay, where do you want to go? And I remember just looking at the map and I was like, well, I'm going to start in Thailand. And I was like, mm, I don't know, Hong Kong, Nairobi, you know, Nairobi. I was just picking things and she's like, you don't even know where you're going. And I was like, no. And I was by myself and I just, she thought I was crazy. But long story short, I started and I started meeting these amazing people and learning. I was learning about wellness practices. I was living out of a tent. I was staying on the floor in huts. Um, it ended up being one year and I went back to, to Sydney, bought a second ticket. This one went more India and Africa, bought a third loop cool. and went mm -hmm. to Mongolia and China and South America. So I was on the road for about three years. <laughs> and a lot happened. So a lot of people, especially women, have the belief that you can't travel alone because it's dangerous. I kind of have the belief that it's almost safer in some ways. And it's dangerous. I get it. But women get treated really well when they travel. Well, I think that you have depending to be. Where you are. You, yeah, depending where you are, you definitely have to be smart about it. But I... You know, Aaron, at the time, I was... Um, I was... I still am pretty fearless. But um, there were times that, um, you know, I, I always say I had angels around me because a lot of things um, 
happened not necessarily just from being a woman like I was chased by an elephant in Zimbabwe <laughs> the people were fine <laughs> the elephant the damn elephant and in, in Cambodia you know this boat we were supposed to be on hit this metal piece and um it imploded basically this very, very poorly constructed metal boat and we actually pulled some survivors on our boat which left 20 minutes later and there was uh, anyways on, a, what happened? a lot of things could have happened so there i was, was a shipwreck i was traveling with two people at the t- this is in cambodia and we were getting across this um, big lake from Siem Reap to Phnom Penh i forget the name of the lake yeah. but um we were we were hungover to be honest, there was a lot of partying during that trip as well. And Did buckets. Do you remember the buckets? Sang song and, and <laughs> oh my so horrible for you. My liver is still detoxing from that stuff. Yeah. But anyways, we were on this boat and the two guys I was with were like, No, we gotta get food. We were hungover, so we missed the first boat. And the next one, it's like the speed boat. The second one took off twenty minutes later. And the first one that we were supposed to get on, somehow you go into the boat and it hits something metal and all this water rushed in and people had to like break the glass to get out. Whoa. And some older people couldn't do it. I mean, it was just scary. So we pulled up about two hours later and pulled people on our boat that had lost everything out of the water. And anyways, it was crazy. So things like that happened my entire journey. So I felt like I was protected. I did meet a lot of people that I ended up traveling with. I met this Argentinian girl in China, and we, on bicycle, explored a lot of villages. I met this British girl. We ended up, she told me um, about climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, so I ended up doing that. Perfect. I met four Israeli girls, and we traveled through Laos together. So I met a lot of people. Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) And it was the foundation of my philosophy, Aaron. I was out of the Western world for so long. And I, before that, I was a chronic dieter. I had tried every diet. I was obsessed with running and calorie counting and all these different things. And when I was out for that long, and I wasn't in Europe, I wasn't in Australia. I was mostly in Africa and Asia and some South America. But I started to see all these amazing people and women with gorgeous skin and high energy and you know, they just looked and felt amazing and they really had great digestion and they ate whole foods and they weren't reducing foods down to numbers. So it started my, um, passion, my great interest in, um, digestion and gut health and looking at things in a much more holistic way. So it, it broke my, um, my numbers based obsession, if you will, which went from calories to sugar, to protein, to all these different numbers into looking at things much wider. Were there any particular practices that you brought back from, say, like Southeast Asia, for example, or is there any, or, or any of South America anywhere? When you say practices, do you mean foods or just well, or living practices? Or in my mind, I was so last night I was looking up like like um, dry brushing. Oh and yes. Like like abayanga. Oh yes. All these, there's uh, all you're, these different. You're quoting from my book. It sounds like I'm obsessed with all Did that stuff. Did you put dry brushing in there? I put dry brushing, also abayanga, which is a really big practice in our. Oh, so I bought a dry brush last night. It's on its way. Two days. Prime. Oh my God! How's it going? <laughs> two days. It's coming in two days. Oh, it's coming in two days. It's on its way. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I I like sensation. It does. Some people don't like it because it can be a little bit um, rough. But it's fantastic for supporting your lymphatic system and just helping with detoxification. You basically, I do it before I shower, so I keep it next to my shower so I don't forget. Mm. And it has a long handle, so you just do long brush strokes up towards your heart. 
Cool. And it feels great. So I, d- I do that. I didn't, um, you know, when I was in countries like Turkey and you're getting the, um, the different massages, they use a rough brush that's similar. But India had a really huge impact on me. And I currently still continue to study Ayurveda. I'm in a program that's supposed to take, you know, six or seven years. It's a doctoral program, but it's probably going to take me over 10 years because I, I'm so busy. I can't take all the classes that everybody else takes. But anyways, Abhyanga is the way to, um, it's basically a self-oil massage. And when we work with the skin, which is our largest organ, it's not just how it looks or you know what we're doing topically, it really has an effect on our nervous system, which has an effect on our immune system and our endocrine system. So Abhyanga is a really great thing to start the day or to end the day. And you basically warm some oil. Um, you could use an herbalized oil or sesame oil in the winter because it's warming or coconut oil in the summer because it's cooling. And you do, um, similar to dry brushing, you do some long strokes um, all throughout your body and then you sort of let it sit for a couple minutes and then you take a hot shower hmm. and the hot shower is said to help the oil penetrate a little bit transdermally. So it goes in and it nourishes your connective tissues and then it leaves a slight film, which keeps your muscles warm and it's just very nourishing again for your mind. It helps with meditation. It's great for anti-aging. It's great for your skin. Um, it's just a wonderful practice. So I definitely took that back from India. Hmm. I like the idea. Yesterday we were talking about like the the separation of fascia. It's like we're working with the fascia. Or we're working with the oh bone. yes, oh yes. I had to say, Aaron did an amazing <laughs> treatment on me yesterday. Oh, that's not why I was saying that. I promise. Oh, but it, it was really fantastic. And um, you know, I have been getting some fascia treatment, so I was like, are you working on the muscle or the fascia? But like you said, like we've talked about, everything is so connected. Everything is one. Yeah. And that's a big part of my philosophy too, Aaron. It's right. not just how we eat. How we eat is a wonderful beginning step, but, um, you know, in Radical Beauty, in my last book, I talk about the pillars. It's not just how we eat. It's how we take care of our skin. It's how we connect with nature. It's how we sleep. It's our spiritual practices. It's how we move our body. Everything is about, everything connects to everything else. Yeah. So even when we say things like, like the, the, the Abhayanga or the dry brushing, it's, works with the skin which is works with the nervous system it's like the skin is the nervous system you know it's it's everything the same is, dermal layer exactly is, everything is in flow like western medicine talks about all these different yeah, systems it's and a learning model yes there's all these different you know specialized doctors that only focus on their one particular part but everything has this beautiful interconnection yeah. so when we I always say to people you know start with something that resonates with you whether it's working on your sleep hygiene or on your food for a lot of people I work with or meditation whatever it is but you start to experience that higher um, vibration that higher shift and then you can become naturally motivated to apply that to other areas of your life and that's how we go on the long-term journey of increasing our wellness and our energy overall. I was looking up psychodermatology last mm, night. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, we psycho brain psychology, yes, all that yes. in relation to your skin. Oh my gosh. Well, there's so, I mean, when you look at some of the research behind how, you know, stress exacerbates things like eczema yeah. and the, also the gut brain connection and the connection with the skin and what's going on with your mind and with your emotions, which is something I talk about a lot, Aaron, in my next book, which I just turned in last week. Can we talk about that book or not so much? Is that like, are we shooting the gun? We don't need to. I'm just asking. No, I, I'm really excited about it. it doesn't 
doesn't come out till February 2019, so we've okay. had some time, but cool. I definitely think it's going to be my best book. Oh, good. What's the focus? Or do we not even talk about focuses of that? Oh, it's well, okay if not. I'm not. No, no. There's so much crap we can talk about. We, we no, no. I mean, I'll just say that it's, it's really about this... Um, deep acceptance of our perfectly imperfect selves, how, um, you know, just acceptance in a really, really deep level, getting past body shame, loving ourselves, but amazing research about inflammation and bloating and how it isn't just about what we're eating, but so much of our thoughts and our thinking and breaking certain patterns and foods that help to support that and herbs and spices and amazing recipes that go along with practical ways because sometimes it's like oh just love yourself you know love you know accept but this is really about the nitty-gritty and techniques and um different uh yeah, different processes that I've developed myself and with some of my teachers so it's mm. very practical mm. I like that. So yeah. what are some of the practical tips that we can start thinking about that? doesn't need to be from the book per se, just from your, yourself. Well, I think that, um, I'm a big, I'm a huge believer in rituals. Um, I think, you know, people make new year's resolutions right. or they try to do these goals, but it doesn't really integrate in our dynamic flow of life because everything is moving and shifting and we have to live every day. So to me, rituals are ways to just upgrade what we're already doing, but to put consciousness on it and what we, you know, what we want to achieve and our, and our goals and our thoughts and how we want to live and how we want to feel. So Along those lines, I'm a huge, huge believer in the morning <laughs> ritual because I think how you start the day impacts everything. It's like New Year's every single morning, and it's a way to love yourself and to put yourself in a frame of energy where you are more empowered to make better choices. You feel better in your body. You feel grounded in your body. You feel more clear, and you are giving yourself that time and that energy, which is very much about self-love. Yeah. So my morning ritual is to start the morning. You get up. You make yourself some hot water with lemon, which is so simple and easy to source, but lemon is an amazing beauty food. It has vitamin C, it has um, enzymes that support your liver tissue, which is our main detoxifying organ, our main fat burning organ, having plenty of room temperature water, and then having some sort of stillness practice. You know, I'm really into meditation as um, Aaron, you and I discussed yesterday, but anything, it could just be breathing, it could be you know affirmations for the day or setting intentions or prayer, whatever it is, but just having some time. I have all these clients that are like, I don't have time for it. And I say, you know, give me one minute or even three minutes. Right. It makes a difference. And there's even research saying that when you take that stillness, that mindfulness time in the morning, then it helps you with, um, cr helps with food cravings and knowing what your body needs and just you know, just better food decisions throughout the day and, you know, on top of everything else. So having that stillness practice and then um, my glowing green smoothie is a big part of my philosophy, which is not a juice. It's a smoothie. So it's whole foods. It's rich in fiber. It helps to um, control your, um, the way that the amazing nutrients hit your blood sugar levels. It gives you sustained energy. It's packed with minerals and vitamins and um, antioxidants and enzymes and everything your body needs. So it's mostly green, but there's some high fiber fruit and there's more lemon juice to help your body absorb the non-heme iron or the plant-based iron, which gives you that glow and builds healthy blood and um, strength and vitality. So that's the basic morning routine. Um, 
and then yeah then you can go about your day but that's the beginning of getting into these patterns and getting into these rituals which really support yourself physically and mentally and spiritually and emotionally and the morning is a really powerful place to start so you're one of those people that <laughs> I'm one of those people it's <laughs> starting off like that <laughs> <laughs> that I think it would be easy for a lot of people to think like, wow, she's just always nailing it. She's always happy. She's always beautiful. She's oh. always just crushing it. Well, you know, Aaron, this, <laughs> the reason, the reason that is absolutely not true. The reason that I got on this path in the first place, and you know, we talked about partying a little bit. We talked about, oh, you know, my travels was because I had, um, you know, through college and the end of college, I had been partying. I'd been drinking a lot of beer playing a lot of beer wrong, doing all kinds of things, eating late night pizza. I actually gained like 30 pounds and I'm, you know, not, I'm pretty short. Yeah. So I was bloated. I had, my hair wouldn't grow. I had acne. Like I had all these things and it was through my own experimentation with my body that, um, you know, I, I got on this path in the first place. And by the way, now I am not perfect by any means. You know, I, I love, sweets i eat dessert almost every day <laughs> that's i mean granted it's either you know coconut ice cream or dark yeah. chocolate I, okay. I don't have any dairy but you know i love i still like to go out i like wine i i you know i have my foods i'm not perfect but i do try to keep my morning routine even when i'm traveling in italy and eating tons of bread or you know uh, my life is crazy i still try to keep the morning and that's you know advice i have for most everyone is that's the part of the day you can control more right. you can be at a hotel you can still get hot water with lemon you can be on the plane you can get it even if you don't have the ideal dinner or whatever the morning is a time you can always give yourself what challenges you presently it could, what challenges me? Yeah, yeah. Like what? Like are in there, life, or like like more like emotionally, psychologically, are there moments like so? I'll have moments sometimes if I feel like I'm on my path, which yes. it seems like you're quite strongly on your path. Uh, if I feel like I'm I'm in that that kind of groove, it's like whoa, it feels really good. Even when I'm mm. on my path, in, of in course, quotations, I mean, we're human. No, there will be moments where I'm kind of like I'm like, oh God, what's happening? Yes. Um, well, like I said, we all we all have challenges every day, and that's one of the things that sometimes we can look on Instagram or social media and be like, oh my gosh, their life is so perfect with all the filters and these amazing. <laughs> I love pictures. the filters. But it's <laughs> <laughs> big filter fan. <laughs> it's um, you know, it's not real life. Like we all have a lot of stuff we're going through. I would say, you know, I'm I'm in an interesting period, Aaron, because I just turned in my book, like literally for five days ago. So I'm coming down into more um more time. I would say time was my biggest challenge. I have a um I have a young son, he's 20 months, and I work from home, so I'm balancing him, being a mom and working full time, writing books, right, you know, um, my company. Well, my, or we have supplements and digital courses on all kinds of things. So for me it's that challenge um of time, which I think a lot of us have, and I've gotten really efficient, and I have a lot of mom tricks now, in case you want to hear any. But I'm, so, I'm so interested in the mom tricks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you have a lot of listeners no, that are No, I really don't. No, I think dads. we should talk about that. Well, I just, I, I think that it's, um, you know, of course, as as people, we there's so many things we want to do in a day. Um, 
So again, back to the morning ritual, I feel like it's so important to give yourself that time as a mom or as a busy person. I know so many people, they start the day and they get right on their phone and they're already sort of swept up into the emails or the work or their kids or whatever it is. And it's just been, you know, it was really hard when he was really young and I was breastfeeding every hour and a half and I kind of felt lost for a while as a lot of moms do. (laughs) But now, um, we have nurse, he sleeps through the night. We we're still nursing, but only certain times. Anyways, so I, I think self-care is really, really important. Um, also, you know, I'm very fortunate because I do work at home, but he's now he's in the stroller. I didn't use the stroller for the first year. I just held him a lot, but cool. now he's in the stroller. So he's very into senses and looking around. Um, so I do a lot of conference calls while I have him in the stroller. And it's great because he can look and see, and he's looking around and touching the plants and doing things, and I can do a call. Um, he does have a nap now in the middle of the day, so I really charge that time and do my deeper writing or the emails I really need to focus on. And then when I'm with him, I'm really with him and really playing. And I don't have guilt about this or that because I schedule it. And I do work when I put him down at night and I do work in the morning. Um, but I think it's a balance for every mom, for every person. You know, I have um, two amazing moms groups here and some of the moms work, some go to an office, some are stay at home moms, and it's just very individual, but it's, Finding that self, because I think a lot of us, when we first have children, you feel lost. Like, and I don't, mm. I felt like, oh my God, like what am, what's going on? My fourth book, the last one I was talking about with Deepak Chopra was I was doing the page edits right when my son was born. And then when he was seven weeks old, we did a press tour and it was crazy. Like I had him with me the whole time and I would only oh, hand cool. him off if I was doing a TV show, then he'd come right back on. But it was just a crazy time. And so I'm just getting, um, you know, rerouted again. Hmm. How did you reroute? What was the lost? Is the lost sensation? Would you like put that on like hormones or what was the hormones? Oh my God. Hormones are out of control. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's such an interesting experience having growing a human being inside of you, like being that connected right. to another soul. And then they're outside. They're like, Oh, here they are. Um, so, you know, you just have to reroute into being, you know, and, and taking care of yourself. And a big part of that for me was, you know, all these elixirs and these um, hot drinks that I'm really into. So that's another ritual you could say I took back from, I was back in Japan again in August, which is one of my favorite countries to travel to. And uh, I traveled extensively about three months in China, just a lot of places where the ritual of tea and hot drinks is a really big part so good. of the culture. And I drink hot drinks all day long Mm. whether it's the hot water with lemon in the morning or it's uh, you know we talked about earlier the the ginger honey elixir um i'm really into medicinal mushrooms i love hot chocolate which i make with (laughs) coconut milk and cayenne pepper i like it spicy um through ayurveda there's also seasonal um beverages i make whether it's with cloves or cardamom or cumin they use cumin and um, coriander seeds to make tea which is also really fantastic for your skin by the way Way. Mm. coriander tea helps with um like a glowing beautiful complexion so i just um that ritual of taking the time to make these drinks for myself even as a busy mom or even when i'm working has been has been a big part of me feeling rooted in that hot liquid air and you know it just feels good in your in your body and sometimes we need that to feel um to feel present to feel yeah. rooted it's very helpful i found it 
life-changing. Have you ever heard of those studies around uh, giving people hot beverages versus cold beverages and it changes their perception of other people around them? Oh, wow. No, I haven't. So there's like a, a, a trick you could say I do with the, the, with the podcast. Perception in which way? <clears throat> so, oh, is that why you're like, has some tea? I'm like, you need to have tea. It <laughs> needs to be warm. <laughs> you need to well, cold, feel comfortable. I mean, that's interesting. Like the energy of, of cold is, you know, perhaps... Could contracting with energy yes yeah. contracting it's contracting which is a it's healthy balanced part of life we need expansion and contraction we need expansion and contraction but i don't know if we need frigidity i'm not into ice drink as at all Aaron. we're gonna do cryotherapy it's coming up well, so you said i don't know you could take it back anytime if you want different than putting that icy liquid in your stomach which is said to actually inhibit um you know lipase the enzymes that help to break down fat and also digestive enzymes in general it's like putting your hands in a freezer it's not good for your digestion mm. and that's why traditional chinese medicine and ayurveda are like mm -mm, mm -mm. no icy beverages same thing with injuries mm. yeah they want to they want to keep things keep your fluid moving keep lymph keep chi so you're not keep into your... putting ice on things mm. i'm what into full, i'm into full body ice yeah, so I think so. I'm gonna well, do. An, I'm gonna do an. Ice, I'm gonna do an ice bath actually with my buddy Joe Di Stefano here. After in like an hour and a half, I'll be sitting in a tub full of ice. Actually. Oh my gosh! For how long? <laughs> um, probably like six hours. No big deal. No, I think probably eight minutes. We'll oh, I'd rather there. do the cryo for like thirty seconds. Two two and a half minutes. Okay. Is generally, <laughs> maybe, maybe you could do cryo for thirty seconds. Like it was good enough. It was a good. It was a good. Oh, start. it has to be. It has to be two and a half minutes to get the. Effect. I think it's two minutes. Two and a half minutes, three minutes in that, like two to three That's minutes. That's a long two minutes, I bet. It's not too bad. If you're, if you, if get a, you, time. you get accustomed to it. Wait, sorry, go back to your study about the hot deep studies, tea, deep studies, the perception <laughs> of people. You're like, oh, I want you to like me more. Have some hot drinks. Oh yeah, it's tricky. I mean, it you makes me sound a little creepy, which I say a lot of things that make me sound creepy, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, so when we are drinking a hot beverage, so says the studies, and it makes sense. Uh, if you ask your perception of people, like, what did you think of that person's speech or that person's, if they're applying for a job interview. I think it's how they did oh. it. what do you think of that person? And you're like, I don't know if I'm drinking like a iced lemonade or something like that. I'm like, I thought they were a little cold, a little like withdrawn, a little contracted. Oh, wow. If you, the if energy you me, in their own body. Yeah. So if you give me a hot cocoa, then all of a sudden I'm like, I really like the guy. He was sweet. He was, you know, he wow. was warm. It was comforting having him in my presence. That's so amazing. it's comforting having said person in my presence because I'm being comforted by this hot beverage, which is why you're in, you are your environment. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. No... And also some of these, um, uh, another thing for, for moms and busy people, I'm real, that these, these Ayurvedic stews, like the one pot cooking, like kitchery I make every week. Oh, cool. It's so easy and it's so nourishing. And there's something about stew. I chop up a lot of fresh ginger and I use the seasonal herbs and the seasonal vegetables and um, lentils. I do a lot. It's just nice to make these really easy dishes for yourself. And again, that warmth, that heat, because I was actually for a time, I experimented in my own body, Aaron. I was a raw foodist. Mm. Um, and I tried a lot of different diets. I've even tried Atkins, if you can believe it, because now I'm vegan. <laughs> but I, this was 12 years ago that you were on Atkins this, or when? Yeah, this was right when I, um, this is actually in college or the, yeah, like I was, yeah, I was. 20, but I tried it for a while and I did lose some weight, but my energy tanked. I was constipated. I, it was horrible. Like I did not feel good. Um, 
So. You'll drop water really quick, which so if, if people do, they have like a wedding or something coming up and they want to just like snap weight off their body by cutting out carbs immediately, your body will start to cut water. So you'll lose a lot of weight in that way. Mm. As uh, yeah, an I, option, just, just throwing that out there. And I could be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Anything no, in nutrition, sure. I just regurgitate shit. No, I don't I'm know what the like, hell's I, going on. No, there's a lot of natural diuretics. Um, I do a glow and now it, um, the Four Seasons... Um, juice bar we're opening there's a pre-wedding or it's called a 48 hour red carpet cleanse mm. that i designed because i have worked with a lot of celebrities and have gotten them ready for red carpet events so we do a lot of diuretics and we do a lot of foods that flush the you know you want to flush out your colon and you want to flush out water weight mm. and that helps you slim down quickly um but we'll ho hold on i want to get off track what was i talking about oh oh it's a raw food no but i i tried raw food um and it felt good for about a year or year and a half. Yeah. But then past that, I started to feel for my body type. And um, if you know the doshas um, in Ayurveda, there's different body types. I have a lot of vata. I have a lot of air in me. And anyways, I started to feel off balance. It was winter in New York. It was freezing. And I was like, all I want is a soup. And I'm like, no, I can't because it's cooked. So it's kind of going against my natural instincts you know yeah. um so anyways long story short i did it it felt good i went to the ann wigmore institute which is in puerto rico and it's warm you know a lot of these um, raw food institutes are actually in warm places and in the summer i naturally eat more fruit and raw food and it feels good but now in winter i'm definitely a lot into you know stews and soups yeah. and cooked foods and baked things and baked vegetables um so it's a balance i still have my golden green smoothie and i still have some salad um, so I take it, you know, I mix and I've studied so many different things, Aaron. I take things that make sense to me. Not all, all of Ayurveda is part of my philosophy, but part of it is. So I take the parts that um, makes resonate with me. Hmm. There was something that I wanted when we were talking about the ice thing. Oh, go back to the ice. Go back I to swear, your ice bath. I, I swear, this is the last <laughs> thing about ice, I promise. And we have to wrap up soon, which is which is terribly sad. we got to wrap up in like six minutes. Um, so, but with the ice, so another thing, as I was watching my psychodermatology business last night, I stumbled upon this video, and there was people, they were uh, lined up, and they put a blindfold on them. And then they light a match and then they, you know, the person's freaking out like, oh my God, you have a match. Like they think they're going to burn them. Then they take ice cubes and they gently rest the ice cube on their oh. arm and they have like a nervous breakdown and they get, you know, horribly pissed off at the person. You burnt me, all this stuff. Oh, and it's just a fast, it's just a fascinating, this is like a, like a, not the best segue of it probably in the world, but <laughs> no. I feel like there's, there's something here. No, it's, um, it's temperature and our nervousness. It's very interesting. And our perception of things. Yes. And yes, I wonder yes. if there's some type of conversation around how our perception of things like the warm beverage, like the ice cube, how that affects digestion, how that affects physiological processes, how that. Oh, well, you know, again, in the, in the next book, there was amazing research I found and also just you know, just anecdotal, just working with so many people and, and myself, how much like the perception, like for instance, self-judgment, how much yeah. we think people are like fixated on us and judging us. And then we in turn judge people more and it doesn't feel good. And there is um, that unsettledness. It has an effect on our adrenal system and our cortisol and certainly our bloating and our digestion and our whole experience of life. And so much of it is perception. And when we stop, when we really drop the self-judgment, hmm. it's amazing how much it, we drop judging other people and our life just becomes so much more light. Hmm. I think it's a big cause of suffering is judgment. Hmm. It starts with self-judgment.
Yeah. Because what we do to other people is judgment is really um, the root is self judgment. Yeah. Which is something I've learned because the times when I've been the most judgmental and looking at people's bodies or looking at their work or whatever they're doing is when I've been the most judgmental with myself. Yeah. So it's all connected. Yeah, you can't see that that part in the person that you that you despise if it's not within yourself. Right. Well, it's almost the way our, our brain works is it's like it's painful to see that the imbalance is within ourselves. So right. we actually like pick it up in other people. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm, it's not mine. It's yours. So when we start to really, um, again, just cultivate acceptance, uh, feeling good within ourselves, Forgiving ourselves, self-compassion, you know, knowing if we screwed up or we messed up or we did horrible things, it's okay because we can learn from those experiences and we're all doing our best where we are at that time and we keep going in life. And, you know, whether it's food, oh, I ate all those cupcakes, I feel horrible, or, you know, I was terrible, I got drunk at that party and I yelled at my friend, you know, we clean up the mess, we say sorry or, you know, apologize, we learn and then we move forward and letting all that go, it actually gets um, encrypted in our body and our cells. You were talking a little bit in the fascia work about how much emotional trauma is kept in our bodies and it affects everything. Mm. So it's just letting things go, being okay, um, self-acceptance, going with the flow, that easefulness has a huge impact on our general wellness and our happiness. Yeah. Stress is the the biggest culprit of uh, inflammation in all the parts. You have to leave. How do people learn about your stuff? What do you got going on? How can people dig into your work? So great to be with you, Aaron. Um, So you guys can, yeah, I'd love to connect. You can find out, found out, find out everything about me. Basically my website is probably the hub, KimberlySnyder.com. I also have a podcast. I'm going to have you on, Aaron. It's called Beauty Inside Out. Mm. And... Yeah, I'm on Instagram at underscore Kimberly Snyder on Facebook. And if people want to work with you, how do people sort that out? Because you don't do one-on-one stuff presently. No, but we ha- I have an amazing digital course called the 30-Day Roadmap for Healthy Weight Loss. And it's cool. it's not just weight loss. It's getting on track. I have There's daily coaching videos and meal plans and a lot of information. Um, it's about just setting up these rituals for long-term habits. Right. Yeah. Thank so, you. So, Aaron, thank you so much. This has been so fun. Super fun. Uh, wrap it up. We will, I guess, maybe jump over to your podcast and hopefully, uh, when I, whenever Continue I release, when I, yeah, whenever I release this, I'll try and set it up so it's a similar time. So, perfect. That'll work out. All right. Amazing. Bam. Here we Bye. go. Wrap it up. Align Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning into that conversation. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Some ways that you can support this podcast, one of which you can pick up. Up an aligned band, which is a heavy duty resistance band, comes along with a door anchor and a carrying case, and a video guide on how to mobilize those joints and integrate that body of yours. Really great stuff. You can be found at aligntherapy.com and also on amazon.com. Um, I wanted to thank once again Health IQ for supporting this podcast. Health IQ is a life insurance company that focuses towards people that are taking care of their bodies. So, any type of athlete, folks that are paying attention to nutrition, pretty much anybody listening to this podcast, uh, they focus on lowering rates for you because you deserve it. They get up to 33% lower rates than the standard. You can see if you qualify at healthiq.com slash align. That's
That's health IQ is in the letters IQ.com slash align. If you're a healthy individual and you got a family or, or some folks that you want to know that they're taken care of, if you're not around, that's the way to do it. Health IQ.com slash align. Um, thank you also so much for utilizing the Amazon affiliate link on the right hand sidebar of the podcast page. Bookmark that thing. Anytime you purchase some crap on Amazon, purchase that crap through that link. We get a percentage of it, costs you nothing. And I think that's enough. Thank you guys so much for reviews on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Pow.